0: Hashtag, you don't have to be Jewish. Wow, we're going to uh, move on because there's just another extraordinary story to share with you. I have Dr. Michael uh, Brombacher on the on the show as well. He's a co-founder and co-chair of the Eastern Cape branch of Project Flamingo and medical officer in general surgery at Cecilia Macuara Hospital. I hope I pronounce it all correctly. And boy, is the Project Flamingo doing an extraordinary thing on Nelson Mandela, on Mandela Day 2023. Um, Dr. Brombecher, welcome and thank you so much for joining us.
1: Oh, Thank you very much for having me. Great to be here.
0: Uh, well, I mean, first of all, we, we're going to take a break in a moment. Before we do, very quickly, what is Project Flamingo?
1: So just a quick synopsis, Project Flamingo is a non-profit organization started in 2010. And what we do is we, one of our things and the main branch of us is we organize catch-up theater lists in state hospitals across South Africa. Um, so those are extra theater slates on a Saturday to operate on patients with breast cancer in the aim of decreasing the waiting time for breast cancer surgeries in the South African state sector.
0: Just phenomenal. And does Project, did you say, sorry, because you cut off a little bit, did you say Project Flamingo is, uh, is, is it just in the Cape or is it around South Africa?
1: So we started in the Western Cape at Huritzkir Hospital. Uh, we spread to Tigerberg Hospital that side. And since 2019, we've been in the Eastern Cape at Livingston Hospital in Tebera. And now from 2022, we've also been at Cecilia Makiwane in East London. So currently, yes, we're active in – and we are also now at George Hospital in the Western Cape. So we're active across four cities um, in two provinces currently.
0: Beautiful. Um, Michael, we're going to take a quick break, and then let's talk about your phenomenal – a uh, uh, attempt let's say attempt, although I know it'll be done on Mandela day, please stay with us we 'll be right there hi f m one hundred and one point nine megahertz of life well, if you have just tuned in, welcome. This is the deal Link show where we connect you through insights, information, and illumination here on one o one point nine high f m and certainly an illuminating and inspiring show, starting off with Paul Hussey, um, talking about his incredible journey and eventually running the Comrades marathon, And now with Dr. Michael Brombacher, who is the co-founder and co-chair of the Eastern Cape branch of Project Flamingo and also a medical officer in general surgery at Cecilia Makikwari <laughs> Hospital. So, um, Dr. Brombacher, let us talk about so Project Flamingo aids with surgeries um, for breast cancer warriors, Just last week, um, we were talking about um, the shocking state, certainly in Gauteng with the health department um, and the horrific, horrific backlog when it comes to um, cancer patients having access to uh, radiotherapy um, and radiotherapy would as well. So let's just talk about the kind of surgery because on, 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 uh, you know, it's a huge challenge in South Africa in public hospitals, um, where there are these backlogs. What is it like in um, the Eastern and Western Cape in terms of surgery? Are there lots of backlogs as well?
1: Yes. So we definitely have backlogs to our surgeries. Um, we have with Project Flamingo, our main game, aim is to try and decrease those backlogs, but Looking at where we were in East London when we started this project a year and a half ago, I think those are the most recent stats we have, you were waiting between three and six months for your mastectomy. So that's a huge wait for a person. Once they've been diagnosed with breast cancer, you've had that sort of traumatic event to then wait a full three to six months knowing that you have a cancer for your operation. And that was in 2010 when Dr. Root started this in Cape Town. That was where she got her inspiration, that she felt it was unacceptable for patients to wait that long. Knowing they had a cancer and in that time, possibly having their cancer progress. So that's where, Mm. where we've come in and Project Mare has been able to successfully decrease those backlogs. However, we were put on a bit of a back foot by the COVID pandemic where I think all operations sort of paused for quite some time. But yeah, we're getting back to really working hard at decreasing that backlog with events like our Mandela Day Drive and our regular catch up list that we host.
0: How do you, how do you fund yourselves?
1: So, we are purely funded by donations um I think as I said lately recently, it would be amazing if the money fell out the sky and allowed us to do what we do. but sadly, surgery is one of the most expensive um forms of healthcare that one can receive, and so we need funding for that, and all of that comes from various areas where we receive donations, from drives that people set up in our name to Fundraise for us or just simply from donations by people who see the work that we're doing. So yeah, it's purely donation based.
0: Wow. And do you know how many operations you have performed since inception?
1: Uh, I can't remember the exact number off of my head, but it is, we reached over a thousand procedures recently, um, since Phenomenal. inception.
0: Yes. Phenomenal. Wow. It must give you great pleasure to be able to do this, Michael.
1: It really does. And I think one of the greatest parts of it is that individual interaction with each patient, knowing when you explain to them when they come, that's been organized, that people are giving of their free time to come in and do their procedure, seeing that look of sort of relief and thankfulness on the patient's face, knowing that, you know, someone's going above and beyond for them. It really does give one a sense of fulfillment and also a sense of hope that our healthcare system is in the right hands, that there's people willing to go that extra mile to help the patient in front of them.
0: Absolutely phenomenal. So let's talk about Mandela Day, that it's a Saturday, the 15th of July. Am I correct?
1: I think Mandela Day is not actually on Saturday, but as we do our list on Saturdays, we've, we've made that our, our Mandela Day. So we're Your going to be doing our drive day. on Saturday the 15th. Okay. Yes, that's when we will be doing our Monday
0: Day drive <laughs> okay, um, so on that
1: day. Yes, that's when we'll be giving our more than 67 minutes.
0: More, way more. And you're going to be making history. We're Tell able, us how. Yes. What are you doing? What are you doing? So,
1: so we are planning to and hoping to operate on 27 breast cancer patients across our two provinces um, mm-hmm. over the course of Saturday. So those lists will take place at four hospitals. At Livingston in Goberha, at Cecilia Makiwane in East London, at Gürtiski in um, and at in Cape Town, sorry, at the three hospitals. So we will operate in, I think it's going to be a total of four to five theatres across that and hopefully reach our goal of operating on 27 patients on that day. Something we've never done before. Typically uh, on a Saturday, depending which hospital we're at, we will operate between five to eight patients. So this is a huge event
0: for us. Wow. That is just, that is just incredible. Okay. Let's just look at the logistics. How do you do something like this? How do you get all these hospitals on that day, making it, I, I know that you work on a Saturday, but how, how, how does one do that? How does one make a hospital, you know, make these surgeries available for that period of time and and how long will it be for, by the way?
1: Um, So, we actually, so this is, it's not just this, um, day. So we run these catch-up slates regularly at these hospitals. Yes. We have been doing yes. so. I mean, Cecilia McMahon is our latest for this period of time. Uh, for since last year, Livingston since about three years before that and Hursky and Tigerberg for many years before that. But it's, it's often, it is a collaborative effort with the Department of Health because the Department of Health are providing the infrastructure, the hospital, the beds, the nursing care pre and post op, as well as, um, some consumables. And Project Flamingo then steps in from the side of paying for the additional staffing required for the day as well as any consumables that are needed to organize um, the slates. So that is it's a collaborative project that involves extensive discussions with management. And in each hospital, we've done that over the years to organize these lists going forward. And then just coming simply to the day, what we decided for this Monday the day that was – Normally our lists are sort of staggered throughout the month at the various hospitals, but that for this month, end of day, we do something special and each of our hospitals attempts to operate on the same day so that we can, yeah, treat as many patients as possible on that day. Um, so that's what we've done here. And it's, yeah, it's each hospital has sort of a doctor that coordinates the project there and they've been responsible for organizing staffing, organizing patients and ensuring that everyone is there present on Saturday ready to go the extra mile for these patients.
0: And um, how does one get onto this list? How how is one selected?
1: Yes, so it's, it's not so much a selection process as in we form part of the breast care system at the hospital we work with. So, for instance, if someone comes to breast clinic, they're diagnosed with breast cancer The decision is either made to start with chemotherapy or to start with surgery. Chemotherapy, then surgery. At the point of booking their operation, there are normal scheduled lists provided by the state. And then there are the flamingo lists, which we plan from the start of the year. So those are on the calendar. So it's simply a case of when you are booked for your list, if the next available list is the flamingo state, you are booked on there. So it's not... I think because some people may think there's special preference or anything. No, it's simply that this list forms part of the year long process of uh, breast cancer surgeries that happen within the state
0: sector. I hear you. Five to eight patients on that day. How long, how long is, uh, in fact, let's take a quick break and then, um, just a question around how long each, um, each surgery takes usually sure high fm 101.9 megahertz of life thank you so much for staying with us this is the dealing show we connect you with information insights and illumination on 101.9 high fm um just a reminder as well you know every show is podcast so if for any reason you missed a show or part of a show um, from tomorrow a day later you can always go to the high fm website and just check out the little podcast tab look for a thursday life links um, and you'll be able to find all the interviews it's really been a very inspiring show today Um, You know, people achieving incredible things and people doing incredible things. And it certainly is heartwarming um, to hear about Project Flamingo operating in the Western and Eastern Cape, South African breast cancer NGO really funded by the public. And um, just phenomenal that on a Saturday um, in certain surgeries, certain hospitals, people volunteer of their time um, and people, as I said, donate. And people who are on a waiting list for breast cancer surgeries are given the opportunity to have their surgery and they don't have to be on this horrific three to six month waiting list. Um, I have Dr. Michael Brombacher, who is a co-founder and co-chair of the Eastern Cape branch of Project Flamingo. And he's talking about um, Nelson Mandela, the Mandela Day. Um, And this particular celebration of Mandela Day is taking place on Saturday, the 15th of July. I think the theme is It's In Your Hands. And they're going to be making history um, in that they are going to be performing 27 surgeries on that day at four different hospitals. So, Michael, I asked the question, I mean, you were looking at five to eight patients uh, per hospital. How, how long does a surgery take?
1: So, surgery can vary depending on uh, size of the breast, the procedure undergone, and difficulty of the procedure. But typically, we will, in a day, do four to five patients in one theatre. So, those days where we do operate on eight. It will be across two theatres for the day at the same hospital. But you'd be looking at anywhere between an hour and a half to two hours for per procedure um, with turnaround. That's sort of where we're at currently. So, yeah, for those teams doing five patients, they can be at work on Saturday for almost 10 hours um, working on that, that list. How,
0: how, many, how many teams do you have working? So if it's a full day, is it two teams or is it one team working throughout the day?
1: So per theatre, it will be one team working throughout the day. Um, so one wow. team of surgeons and anesthetists doing that full 10 hours slate.
0: Wow. I mean, you know, if I could, I'd give you a standing ovation. I'd give them <laughs> all a standing ovation. Accolades. I mean, just absolutely phenomenal. That's hard work. That's hard work yes, and what force for the most incredible cause. So how's everyone feeling geared up and rearing to go?
1: Yeah, no, I think very excited for this, very geared up. We, you know, the last sort of preparations are in place. We're getting everything sorted and lots of excitement, lots of work still to be done before Saturday, Um, getting all our patients admitted and um, getting the council pre-op. But I think very excited. There's a a great sense of excitement amongst the the whole team that we're all going to be part of something huge this Saturday. And, yeah, I think we're all really excited as well, just even for those individual patients that we will be um, working with and hopefully changing the lives of on that day.
0: Well, we really do applaud you. We think that you are phenomenal, unbelievable, incredible. Um, not many more compliments I can think of at this stage. Um, but um, very quickly before we say goodbye, Michael, is there anything that I haven't covered that you wanted to share with our audience?
1: No, I think great so far. I really appreciate the interview and the opportunity to chat about the work that we do. And just encourage anyone looking for more information about us. We have a website, uh, projectfromingo.co.za. We're on Facebook as Project Flamingo and Instagram as Project Flamingo underscore SA, as well as on Twitter. Um, and I think we've got some great resources there for anyone looking to find out more about what we do and how they can get involved.
0: Absolutely brilliant. Thank you so much for joining us and uh, all the very best for Saturday.
1: Thank you very much. We appreciate Super. it.
0: Take care. Thank you. And goodbye, Dr. Michael Bombacher. Just so so let me just say the name slowly. It's Project Flamingo, as in that beautiful pink bird. Project Flamingo, go check out their Facebook page, look at their website. Um, as he said, there's some interesting information there. And also if you want to cover it, I'm sure they're going to be updating their website and social media um on um Saturday. That's the the 15th uh, where they'll be making history and they will be operating on seven twenty seven 27 patients um, in four hospitals, which is just absolutely fantastic. So we've come to the end of the show. Um, I thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, I am walking away inspired. I started off, you know, with a heavy heart talking about Bev Siegel um, and Bev, I think would have loved this just because of the heart that she had and this go getting attitude like our first guest, Paul, and this giving attitude like this uh other found this foundation where you know, that's where she was, giving to others all the time. So, um have a wonderful week from me, Nikki Seberini. Until next time, do take care and goodbye.